Hi everybody and welcome to the Living with Hope podcast. I'm Pastor Colin and for the next few weeks we are going to be discussing mental health and living in light of the resurrection. What does peace mean to you? I know we've talked about this before on the podcast. We've talked about, you know, the beautiful lake scene and uh, just the reality of peace. So what does peace mean when it comes to our mental health? I think it's very important for us to think about the fact that we are now at peace with God. But what does it mean when you don't feel like you're at peace with yourself or at peace with the way that you are uh, dealing with life or the at peace with your own mind and how it is perceiving things and how it's perceiving yourself. And so as we move into Philippians 4, 7, we see that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding is here. And this is such an important aspect of uh, our mental health is the reality that we are now at peace with God and living in that state because that is not a, a situational uh, dependence, but it is a state of being because of where Christ is. Christ is now uh, at the right hand of the Father. He has gone there to prepare a place for us. And because of where he is, we are now in a new situation. We are in a new reality. And so I want to encourage you with uh, peace today. And we're going to be talking about shalom in particular. And the idea that we that we are now at peace with God. Whereas before we were enemies of God and we were, I guess, if you were enemies, we were at war. We were in conflict with him. When we enter into the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we are now at peace. Oh, This is a hard reality to live into, though. There's much of what uh, our society presents to us that we are never peace. We can never be at peace with all the things that we have. We can't be at peace with other people. We're comparing ourselves and with envy. And so this really plays into our mental health and how we approach things. If we are constantly in conflict or um, at odds with the world around us, this is uh, degradation. This uh, degrades and ruins our mental health. And so what does it mean in light of the resurrection to be at peace with God and how can this help our mental health? Well, for myself, when I would see other people and uh, Facebook is a wonderful location for this to happen, when I would see uh, the good things that are going on in other people's lives, there's a certain level of comparison that would happen. And if I was in a depressive state, if I was kind of in one of my low moments, those are our, our like poison. Those are just terrible moments to look at the good in somebody else's life and to feel terrible about where you're at. And so there would be that comparison. But the peace that comes from God is now that the the, the ultimate relationship that we have is now that we need our relationship between us and our creator, between us and our sustainer, between us and our savior is now at peace. We can now live at peace with other people. And I would sometimes ask the God, when I would look at other people's stuff, I'd ask myself, why am I like this? And we talked about lament last week and our need to express this. Why does this happen to me? Uh, mental health needs peace and God's peace doesn't answer all the questions of life and I will say that I think that's a hard truth to say that God's peace doesn't answer all the questions of life in the here and the now because that's not what his peace is meant for his peace is a state of being with him at peace with him and it's not a, a repository of information because it surpasses our understanding it can't answer all the questions of life because we don't even understand how to fully um, apply it in every situation and so when we receive God peace and his shalom it may not answer all the questions of life but it, it answers the questions of eternal life with him and that brings 
shalom. That brings a deep sense of peace. Uh, this comes through Jesus. It's uh, peace to us because of Jesus, and he is our peace then. Jesus doesn't only uh, give us peace with the Father, but he then sustains the peace within us. The Holy Spirit is our peacemaker within our lives. Uh, knowing Christ then gives us access to a peace that guards our hearts, as we read in Philippians 4, 7, that the peace of God that suppresses all understanding will guard our hearts. And what is it guarding our hearts against? It is guarding our hearts against that envy that I talked about or that comparison because those are such detrimental things to having a sound mind when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. But if you can experience God's peace and realize that he loves us and that he loves you, uh, then this can govern your emotions and your minds. What an amazing thing to have our emotions and our hearts governed by God's peace to understand that where we sit is safety, where we sit is the bay of calm, where we sit with God and where we are with God because of Jesus Christ is now a safe haven that we can rest in. And when we feel the strife and we feel um, the death of the emotions or when we feel the anxiety of the world around us, we can now come in before God, into his presence and experience his peace and ask and know that it will guard our hearts and our minds. Uh, Paul uh, his emotions um, were provided in this way. Uh, his thinking was cared for. And so this is what it means to have a sound mind in Philippians 4 when Paul is talking about that, is that we can now be assured of who we are. And even though there may be troubles and trials in our lives, we know the certainty of that we are at peace with our Creator. So then for me, Jesus is the source and sustainer of my mental health. The gospel heals my mind, which connects me to Christ. My mind starts to be rewired. When we can live in peace, our mind can be rewired, uh, not to positivity. This isn't just about, um, you know, getting your mind right and a better you. But this is about dwelling with God and knowing that his kingdom reality and so our minds were wired one way under sin, but in Christ, we have the mind of Christ, the Bible tells us. We now have a new mind, and it can be rewired. And while I will admit I long and pray for the days when I do not experience depression anymore, I know that even when I do become depressed, that God is at, I'm at peace with God, and my mind is being rewired by the workings of the Holy Spirit. And I know that there will come a day when Christ returns, that my mind will be fully renewed and fully restored and fully um, healed of the trauma that I experience when I enter into depression. And so this is my encouragement for you to seek the peace with God. Being at peace with God uh, is a starting place for being at peace with yourself. And that is a gift of the resurrection. And I don't know if you've ever thought about that before, but that when God, when, when Christ came, uh, even while there was enmity between us and God, when he came and put us at peace with God, with himself, he now puts us at peace with ourselves, because we no longer have to, to strive or to struggle in this world or prove ourselves or, or create the identity. It is a gift from Christ that we are now at peace with ourselves. And I talked about the idea of how Christ views us. We then begin to, to view ourselves, that we are loved, therefore we can love. We are beloved, so we can give love. And this is the beauty of, of peace, is that it spills over into love.
and love is it's it's obedience john uh 14 15 jesus says if you love me you will obey my commands and so there's a certain aspect where love and obedience go hand in hand love isn't an emotion especially and that is a grand gift that it, it isn't emotion for us who are working on our mental health but that it is in obedience to christ's commands and an obedience to the new reality we have in christ uh, I learned this from Skajitani uh, recently in one of his devotionals, and he's just an, an amazing author. But just the idea that love isn't an emotion, it is a state of obedience. And so when we are at peace with God, we learn to obey God. And uh, this is just a continuation of a deeper relationship where it's not about working on ourselves, but knowing him more and more. Once again, a means to an end of knowing God more and more. So then I love God because he first loved me and I can love myself because of all the things that he says about me that are true and noble and right and trustworthy and worthy of thinking about. And then I can love outward to others. And so even in my uh, working on my mental health, I can love myself even though I feel broken or even though I feel like I am less than or that I am having a bad day. And because of that, and this is how I walk through much of my depression, you may be wondering, Colin, how I, I've never noticed that you were depressed, or I, I kind of always thought that you were a jovial person. And well, when I live out of um, Christ's love for me and the light of the resurrection, then it doesn't matter what state my mind is in. If I can look at another person and know that they are loved by God, then I can act on that love in, an, in obedience to caring for them as he would. Uh, loving them as he would. And that's what I strive for and hope that you can as well, that as we journey through life, our mental health is something that Christ desires to heal and wants to heal. And his, his earthly ministry where Jesus was going around and healing people and caring for people, those were statements of the, his ministry and his resurrection and his his whole redemption of humanity, that it wasn't just about our souls and our spirits, but it was about our bodies and our minds as well. And so Christ wants to heal the whole of us. And will we see it this side of heaven? Well, I, I pray for it and I hope so. And out of obedience, I, I request healing and I ask for healing and I pray about healing and I pray that my mind would be the mind of Christ and full and strong. And that is the love I know from God. And so I act in obedience towards it. But I haven't experienced it yet, but that doesn't mean that it's not coming. We get a foretaste of the full kingdom now and we get to live in light of the kingdom and all that Christ has given to us through his resurrection, knowing that at his second coming, all things will be fully restored. While we're working towards restoration, while he has procured restoration, it is a Christ is has done, is doing, and will finish mentality. And so I hope that uh, for each one of us that we can seek peace and not just peace between uh, ourselves and our minds or not just even between ourselves and God, but that we would be at peace with others. And that means that we would not envy them when we look at social media. And I would encourage you that if you are uh, working on your mental health, social media is both a support tool and an absolute debilitating place to be spending your time. If you can go and find help and be supported by others without comparing, and if you are comparing to somebody else or you are envying somebody else, then you are not at peace with them and you're not viewing your life through God's eyes. And 
it may be hard to say, but God's peace surpasses understanding and it guards our hearts and our minds. It guards our emotions. And so when we're acting in a negative way towards somebody else and we're, we're envying or lusting after what they have, then our emotions and our minds are not being guarded in that moment. So it would then, I would say, encourage you to recenter yourself on God back to last week in the prayer and spending time with him and how he views you and going into the to scripture and discovering the I am statements, not the not the statements where God says I am, but where he says you are, where you can say I am now beloved, I'm cherished, I'm whole, I'm sanctified because of Jesus Christ. And we rediscover that I am at peace with God and I can be at peace with myself and others because of God's peace that surpasses all understanding and guards my heart and my mind. So I encourage you to, to think about it like Paul, because Paul, he was a man who there was strife in his life. It was not a peaceful life. He was beaten. He was tortured. He was shipwrecked. He was sick. He was stoned. There was a lot of turmoil. His life was not peaceful, but he was at peace with God. And as far as it was able to be done to him, he was at peace with other people. He sought peace for them by seeking and explaining the gospel to them. And so I hope that this is an encouraging thing to you that I'm trying to explain to you how Christ's gospel, the gospel of hope that Christ brings to us, applies to our mental health. And I hope that that's coming through in this uh, these few talks. And I want to encourage you with this, that I know for myself that I am saved. I have the I have the confidence of, of faith and assurance that Jesus Christ is the Savior of my soul. I've called upon his name and I live that out. And that is that John 15, that I love him and I'm obeying his commands to share the gospel, uh, preach the gospel to all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want to live out his commands that he's put before us. And it applies to your mental health. Christ's gospel of hope, of peace applies to how you think about yourself, how you live out your life, the anxiety that you feel. And so I encourage you that uh, to, to de dig down into God's peace that he has presented to the world as a free gift, a merciful gift. And it is for seeing his glory fill the earth. We benefit from it even though we don't deserve it. And so I want to encourage you that we are dearly beloved ch children of the Most High God who cherishes us so much that he sent his son and came to earth himself incarnate to take our sin upon himself, to give us wholeness of life, not just when we reach heaven, but wholeness into eternity. So thank you so much this week. Know that you are, are loved and cared for, that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, now walks with you, dwells within you if you are at peace with God. He has given the Holy Spirit as a mark, as a uh, the promise of wholeness to come as well. And so however you find yourself, however you're, you're thinking this week, know that you are loved, know that you are cared for, and that God's peace can sustain you, even though we may not fully understand it, especially when we struggle. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to share with me, email me at colin at mylivinghope.ca. Have a great week living in the light of Jesus Christ, our eternal hope.